ladies and gentlemen, episode eight. Uh, I missed last week. Justin was on vacation. He uh, recorded with his sister. So uh, my woo there, <laughs> the very beginning, was to show my support for the fact that the queen returned in our hometown last week. That was fantastic. I loved it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get right into this. We had uh, SmackDown episode one of Collision. Raw and Dynamite. So we may run a little bit longer this week. Uh, don't really know. We just kind of play it by ear here at GQ Wrestling Podcast. And, uh, well, I guess that does it for my intro. And let's get started. Welcome back! We're back home. Feels good. It feels right. Well, you're back home. I, I never left. You never left. I left. I was in Texas for a couple of days for Father's Day, so happy late Father's Day. Happy to be home and back at the original setup for GQ Wrestling Podcast. It is good because we've had a busy weekend wrestling. We have a busy weekend coming up with Forbidden Door coming up. A stacked card so Forbidden Door. stacked. It's going to be amazing. So, I don't want to dilly-dally in, but I do want to say... Great seeing you. <laughs> you Diddy. said dilly dally. Dilly dally. It's great seeing you. I saw you on the disc golf course this past week. Yeah. Uh, it was good times. Very excited. Uh, how are you? How was your week? Uh, good. Um, did Father's Day with the girls on Monday instead of Sunday because they were their dad. at their dad's house. Right. Uh, they got me a cup. Ooh. That's cup. like the four in one. It's a... Oh. Like the can koozie and oh, it's that's a bottle. Cool. So you can you put can... any kind of uh, things inside of the cup. Yeah, and that's it's cool. like it's an actual cup. That's cool. Too, if I want to drink, that's really it. cool. Uh, <clears throat> so that was cool. Um, went to my dad's. Got it's kind of weird because I got him a cup for Father's Day. <laughs> it's, so it's a cup. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Cyclic, cyclical. The only thing I thought was really funny about this weekend was that your dad was on TikTok Live and had like 300 plus people watching him. That was nuts, dude. <laughs> I know you weren't watching it, but I was on my TikTok and I saw that it said your dad's name. And I went, oh, I'm going to watch it. I popped in and it said 337 people watching. I went, what? When it, and you messaged me and I was like, what do you mean he's got 337 watchers on his TikTok Live? Okay, so... We're, I'm gonna, we're gonna go on a hill. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a, a tangent tangent here. So <laughs> my dad is on TikTok Live. He he's been um uh, he, like doing like arrowheads, arrowheads, and, and like then rock tumbling. Yeah. And... So and, well, and it started with the rock tumbling, but my so my dad is in his mid fifties. <laughs> Has like thousands. He's got like he's got a couple thousand followers on TikTok, and it's like who. Who? <laughs> Who? What's his name on here? Who are you? It's like J Jim Galvin, J I'm Galvin. Gonna, there he is, JG fourteen eighty six. Let's see how many he has. Almost two thousand followers. That is so crazy. <laughs> and my stepmom, my stepmom just doesn't doesn't get it. She's like, no. What do you? What? It, what? Uh. <laughs> and I, I. So I got to my dad's right. Oh, and I was like, so, uh, TikTok live today. <laughs> He's like, 
Yes, I thought I thought it went really well. I was like, honestly, Dad, I watched it for about fifteen seconds and shut it off. <laughs> I was like, not my bag. But oh, it, it, hey, you gotta be happy for your that dad. That was though. nuts, dude. The man, the man had so many people watching him talk about arrowheads, and he was so happy. No, he's just sitting there, just Whittle, whittling away. <laughs> See, I had the I had the video of him. It's facing him, and he's like, "And you know this arrowhead here," and he's bringing them all out. Yeah. People, people were conversating back and forth with him. Like, oh my god! I, I told him I was going to get him a a tripod for his phone, <laughs> so he didn't have to set it on his workbench and like get the angle just right. Was, was he like, in Was he in a shed? No, he was. Well, he was sitting out in, outside of out the front of his shed. <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, he's, he's going to get TikTok famous. Oh, and I I, I just. I, so that was your Father's Day. I was dumbfounded. <laughs> uh, my Father's Day, I got to hang out. I didn't even get, actually. I saw my dad for like a little bit. We were driving back on Father's Day, but we celebrated early. Uh, hung out with Dad for this weekend. My kids got me. They made two cards. That's my favorite kind of gift. I could get you know, I can get things. I can get money, but something handmade. I got those from my kids this weekend, so I was really happy to get those and have some extra time with them before, you know, this is the busyness of summer. So it was a good Father's Day weekend. But we're going to jump right into a Friday night SmackDown that we potentially could have, it could have been a really, really bad one or could have been absolutely amazing. And I think this was probably one of the best SmackDowns of the year thus far. Yeah, I would say so. From from top to bottom, there were some things here and there, but from top to the very last segment, which we will diagnose and get into heavily. And actually, Hit Row was in this match, too. Yeah, Hit Row as well. So you have all these different people that were could have been... It's true. Uh, could have been... It, it was a great match. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. I, it, was, it was pretty great. Well, Brawling Brutes eliminating Street Profits first, which probably made you overly ecstatic. Oh, there's their standing ovation. The applause rumbling in. Uh, then the Brutes eliminated the OC. I want to see a push for the OC eventually. I do too. They deserve it heavily, but it's okay. I understand where they're going with where they were so, going. So maybe they're going to do what they did with like the women's belts. Instead of them being brand specific, you have a WWE women's champion and you have a women's world champion. Yeah, I like so that. So maybe they'll do a WWE Tag Team Champions and a World Tag Team Champions. That's not a bad thought. I, I, I like what they're doing with the titles anyway. They got rid of the brand-specific titles, and they changed up the yeah. verbiage. So that cost that could happen. Uh, the Brutes eliminated the OC. Then the Brutes eliminated LWO. That wasn't shocked about that because they're not getting a push anymore. The only one that's getting a push is Santos Escobar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because then he should be. He should, with being the money because in the bank. He's well, he's he's the star. He's the well, in he, that group minus you know minus Ray leading the count. group. You don't count Ray. No. He's the leader because he's a midget. What's wrong? What's wrong with midgets? Sausage fingers. Oh, sausage fingers. Uh, then the brutes eliminated Hit Row, which once again does not. They haven't really gotten their vibe since losing Swerve Strickland for, to free agency. Hit Row just needs to. Dissolve. Not, not exist anymore. There's not, and I hate to say this, but there's not enough talent in that group. No. For it to be a viable group, bearing group, whatever. Yeah. So that's just fair. Uh, and then uh, Pretty Deadly, who is the newest one on the roster from NXT, comes in and beats a very, very exhausted Brawling Brutes and ends up winning 
the uh, whole entire shebang. I thought you just love the crop tops. Uh, I <laughs> I love Pretty Deadly. They are so one one. They're funny. They are hilarious. I will not lie. And like I've told you before, they remind me. And I think I said it last week on the podcast. They remind me of Fandango. I'm uh, sorry, Breezango. They remind me a lot of Breezango. Yeah. Gave me the Breezango vibes. Now, and do- also the disagreement that you had last week about Breezango. What about them? They were great. They were great. I did say that they were right. great. They were I'm, amazing. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just backing you up. Here. Oh, let's say, are you going after Be- the other because one? Because you, that's fine. Go ahead. I thought, I thought heavily you, for them. You were in the right. That's what I thought. I just want to make sure. In the ring, uh huh. Johnny Curtis, yes, who is Fandango, yes, and Tyler Breeze, yes. are probably two of the most underrated stars that have ever stepped foot into a WWE wrestling. Yeah. They were they were so 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 good, but they got lost in the shuffle because mm-hmm. at that point you had the Shield. Mm-hmm. You had CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And it there was just so much going on. I mean, Orton was at the highlight oh, of, yeah. of his was, of his heel that run was bald-headed with Orton the too. authority mm-hmm. and there was there there was just so much that this tag team that came up from NXT mm-hmm. of Fandango and Tyler Breeze got lost in the shuffle. The only thing that made them good and viable and, and, and reliable is Fashion that, Please! Is the hokiness of their I loved it. I loved it so much. Well, people, was, people did look forward to the Fashion Police segments on Monday Night I Raw. I was so mad when they released Fandango. Yeah, they yeah. And then... Tyler Breeze. Tyler just, Breeze kind of fell into obscurity. He went back to NXT... Did the whole Prince Pretty thing, which it works. worked in NXT, but it didn't really translate no. to the main roster. And no. then Tyler Breeze ended up getting released as well. Right. So when I say Pretty Deadly reminds me of a Brizongo, oh, that's 100%. 100%. And 100% I think accurate. with with adding Sean and adding Paul Levesque in there, kind of sprinkling in their magic, oh, they, yeah. they'll keep them relevant. They'll keep them viable. And they won't do sure. what they did to Brizongo. This way, so with Brizong, oh, with a uh, pretty deadly winning this uh, eliminator thing, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were watching, obviously, you know, intently backstage and getting their notes in. But then they did exactly what I thought they would do: come out, congratulate them, and said, "Guess what, guys? It's going to be a great match." And I think that was great. I think it was amazing on them. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a yeah. This is what Bruce Pritchard calls a popcorn match. <laughs> and, and what's the definition of a popcorn match? It's where match? you get up and go get your popcorn. Mm. So your main, you, you're saying is that you look at the uh, people in the uh, in the audience and you saw a lot of um, empty seats. Yeah, they were they were taking a powder. Now, this match was just a puff piece match for <clears throat> Women's Money in the Bank because Eos guy's already in, Bailey's already in, Zelina's already in. So this was just a... Hey, let's get a feel for how these women get in the ring together. Hey, let's go out and kick each other in the head. Hard. Yeah. And not get up. But they did. And it wasn't a flawless match. It was, there was no plans. This was a pointless match. Like you said, like Bruce Pritchard always says, this is a popcorn match. It was a, meh, Vega gets the win against EO Sky. Cool. Then I'm going to talk about 
a short amount of time of this because this stupid guy next to me mentioned it in the intro, and I'm going to get a little bit... Ooh. Calm the wolves down because she's not here. It's fine. Yeah, the Grayson Wolf. <laughs> yeah, the Grayson Wolf effect with her. The queen. Yeah. The queen. Ooh. Go ahead. Talk, talk about the queen. That's fine. I'll sit over here. Yeah. I have my opinion on her. Yeah. I don't, no, no, no. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna get your feathers ruffled. Is that like an homage to her coat? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I <laughs> Honestly <sighs> I'll I'll just say this. Yeah, go ahead, get it out, please. I'm gonna um, sit over here on my stool. Before before she left, when we saw her at uh what was it, Extreme Rules? Correct. Before wrestling wrestling. Correct. Uh she did not look like she was in ring shape. No, not at all. Um, she looked horrible. We even said that too. We're like, "Wow, I, and maybe it's time for Charlotte to hang up the hang up the boots." She came back. She looks great, except for her face because it looks like plastic. Have you seen Becky's nose? Have I seen most of their faces? I agree. We can't really. I know, but she definitely made a doctor happy with all the money she spent. You can't really fault Charlotte. When it's the company wants oh I know X image anyway anyways I'm glad she's back it just gives one more big character for the women's division and honestly I wouldn't be surprised if they put the belt on her oh gross that's probably SummerSlam gross or wait is are her and Oscar wrestling at Money in the Bank. No, you know, um, top of your head? at the top of my head, all I see is that I don't think there is a match yet. All she kept on saying is, I lost to Rhea at WrestleMania. I didn't get my rematch, so aren't I owed a rematch? And all that was said was that she didn't want to run away. She stayed and mocking the champion. She says, I am the champion with or without the title. Are you a champion with or without the title? And, you know, she did all these things. The typical Charlotte Flair stuff. Oh, you sh don't give that face. You're going okay she may be the longest reigning champion that's fine i get it She's but when you're in a weak division with all the women that she has wrestled it doesn't make sense it's like saying hulk hogan's the best freaking professional wrestler out there is he are we are we throwing stones we're right? throwing stones okay hold on Britt baker what about her same thing i did think the thing is mm. Uh, I mean, if if we're gonna if we're gonna do this, uh, think okay. about it. Okay, go ahead. Lay your points. Lay your points. The, the weakness you you just said the weakness of the women's division. Okay, I will say AEW's AEW's women's yeah, division. The AEW when, when Britt Baker was on top. Even now, who did she ha who 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 were competitors for that title? I that besides besides her right hand lady now. With Jamie Hader. That was one of them. Uh, you had... No one! You had no one! You literally just gave the best Dwayne Johnson thing ever. What, what's your... It doesn't matter what your name is! Right, it doesn't matter what your point is. Because your point is wrong. It's invalid. Okay, fair. The thing is, though, with, with least... WWE... No, 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 no! With, least... with WWE, they literally... Gave her titles after title after title after title because, yeah, there wasn't anybody to 
keep the women's division afloat. They gave it to somebody else, because, and then they gave it back to draw. her. She's a draw. I know. It's because it says flare on the back. But look, though. She's got Becky Lynch. She had Becky Lynch to compete at, to compete with every time I, she was a champion. You had the four horsemen. Yes, I agree. Sasha Banks was even, there. Even Bailey. Bailey well. was there. Oscar was there. Yeah. And then you had... Um, well, you have the Natalia. Natalia was there, was there. Um, Tamina has been there. I don't care what anybody says. Tamina's a fantastic athlete that ne- needed to be pushed. Uh, <laughs> Nia Jax was there. Dana Brooke. Yeah. I mean, which, which you know other people don't like Dana Brooke, but well, I feel like if she... you don't like Dana Brooke, you yeah obviously haven't seen her in the ring. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Charlotte had so much more competition throughout all of her runs than Britt did during hers. Fair. I Okay, obviously, we're, I'm never going to agree with her being the quote-unquote best women's wrestler of all time. But there hasn't... And, 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 yeah, I, I'm not even because... You're, yeah, you're, you don't see his face. <laughs> oh, stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How's that poop feel? Great. Good. Uh, so then we go into the next <laughs> match. AJ Styles and Mia Yim versus Karrion Cross and Scarlett. It's exactly what we thought it was going to be. Yeah. It yeah. was it, 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 it was really short. It was a short match, and you could tell the other matches had gone too long. They told these guys ahead of time, hey, we hey, don't have enough got time. three minutes. It's, it felt like three minutes. Did somebody it, say three minutes? Three minutes. Is there a warning? It could be. Okay. It could be. Um, it, it felt short. It felt rushed. It definitely felt like they didn't give them enough time. <clears throat> they didn't. And it definitely was rushed, but they looked at AJ Styles and said, listen, we're going to need you to cut this down to like three minutes. Get out. And it, it, it showed. It showed. Uh, the match felt like a blow off. It felt like they're not going to push Karrion Cross again. It felt like they're not going to push Scarlett again. I don't know. I See, I don't, I don't think it is. I don't think it is a blow off. Are they going to give him a, a finally the villain stance that they need to give him? Probably. So this feud with AJ Styles, yeah, great. It's probably done. But this just goes to show that Karrion Cross is an effective heel. He's been an effective heel. You've seen him live. You've seen how he, he just, works. He just needs larger heads to hunt, I guess. But I guess the where if you're calling mid-tier wrestling right now, yeah, you're going to go against a big guy that is named AJ Styles on the mid-tier wrestling card right now because there's not a whole lot of uh, upper echelon wrestling that needs to get Karrion Cross's attention currently. Maybe he'll start hunting Austin Theory. That'd be I, great. I'm okay with that because Austin Theory right now, he's on a hot streak. Mm-hmm. He He's cutting good promos. He had a banger of a match with Jay last week on SmackDown. It was it was good matches. It was, it was, yeah, he's maybe he's finally calming down and getting that flow. You're all, not as nervous anymore. You're doing things. I see a better AJ coming. Up. Sorry, sorry, I apologize. Austin Theory. Austin Theory coming yeah. up, and yeah, Karrion could maybe he could hold a title and maybe beat Austin I think Theory. He'd be a great United States champion. I think they should change the belt because I hate that hideous, ugly thing too. Yeah, let's make it look like all the other belts. That's. Because but that's, yeah, you love that. Stupid. Uh, so then we go to another great match. Santos Escobar versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. You can tell it's, he's over. Like oh, he, dude, he is so over. He's over like Rover, baby. Can you tell me 
that this man shouldn't win money in the bank. Tell me he's uh, he is at Should he win money in the bank? Yes. Will, Will he? he? Uh, well, we'll get more into it Let's, after Monday Night Raw. I'm g- I'm going to say probably 10 to 1 odds that he wins. Fair. We we'll get more into it after Monday Night Raw because of the the newest and last entrant into Money and in, uh, Money in the Bank that was announced on Monday Night Raw this past week. Uh could it have been a better match? It could always be a better match. <laughs> LA Knight, he is not he is I don't know. He he's a such a baby face right now. But he's not. He he's is a heel. But everybody wants him to be the baby face because of how big he's getting right now. He's 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 a cool heel. He's a cool he, he's like the NWO or DX. Fair right now. Uh Escobar, you know, did Escobar like things, you know, uh it's like we said about the women's match. It wasn't a it wasn't a storyline builder match. It wasn't a big, yeah, this is going to be something pushing towards anything. This was just a let's size these guys up for money in the bank. Let's see how they're going to play off yeah. in this next match because they're going to be around ladders in, in two weeks on July first at Money in the Bank at the O2 in London, England. Yeah, it, it yeah, it, it was it was okay. Uh, and then we're going to give up the last bit of this segment to literally the last segment of SmackDown. The the cataclysmic event of will Jay stay on course with the bloodline or will he betray Roman Reigns and go with his brother and be the backstabbers of the bloodline? Going into the match, or go, sorry, going into the segment, I hoped in my heart that he was going to side with his twin. Well, As did probably oh, you. Yeah. I mean, Leading up to... It didn't seem like it, though. No! Like, he he went hard... Super hard. ...on Jimmy. And, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, dude, uh... What? Right. What? Right. And then, you know, saying, uh... I always thought we were competing against him... But in reality, it was always me competing against you. Listen to your big brother, Joshua. Oh, I love that he went with the real name. Loved it. And just, you know, throwing out all these accolades from when they were in school of Mr. Prom King, Mr. Most Likely to Succeed, Mm -hmm. Mr. Popular, Mm -hmm. whatever, just Mm -hmm. on and on and on and on and on. And then he he turned around, kind of... Cause he, dude, he does not stand still. It feels like he's constantly jittery on like some kind of drug because he literally he's looks just, like he's just, he's just, <laughs> he's, just, he's just amped. Just don't bounce when, 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 you, when you've got all those, that all that energy in your system, you can't stand still. You're good. It, it's, it's, right. it's kind of, it's getting to that moment of, can I make it through? Can I make it through? He turned around and said, you out. Ooh. And he's face to face with Jimmy. Like, and no, he's like, nose to nose. And then he says, "And I'm out too." Oh! And then you, and then you get the super kick heard around the world. Oh, so I've got goosebumps just even hearing it. And and, and honestly, the mm. <laughs> the look, the look on Solo's face. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then Solo or uh, Roman standing up, he's kind of braced on the ropes, and then stands up straight. You hit that double super kick, mm. and they are. The Usos 
Again. Yeah, they're not the bloodlines. And now that culminates in a match mm-hmm. at Money in the Bank. Tag it's, teams. It's going to be good. Bloodline Civil War. I love it. I think they did a great job at... Obviously, this storyline's been going on for over a year and a half now. Yep. Like, we thought maybe they're going to end this with Sammy, but then they've done a a fantastic job. Who's ever writing the stuff in the back for these guys right now are absolutely killing it when it comes to making sure the Bloodline storyline exceeds to its highest potential. Oh, yeah. And even, even obviously, Roman having all three belts under the sun right now, we said three. Not one, not two, not three. All three belts right now. All three belts. Yeah, you can slap me all you want. He's got all three belts. I know he's got all three belts. It's the same championship. Yeah, but, you know, I guess, I guess it's weird. It's like, he's like, don't you make it? Is he collecting? I wonder if he's collecting I'm something. Slap the shit out of <laughs> I wonder if he's collecting something. How? Dare I, I never said it, did I? I said, how so. dare you even <laughs> imply? <laughs> I <to> disparage <laughs> the good name of Kenny Omega. How dumb! I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But I will say this though: it was kind of funny to see Paul Heyman holding both those belts. It just brings me joy. Because it's I that squished think, fat neck. I don't neck. think I've ever seen that man move that fast in He's, my he, life. <laughs> he had that squished fat neck around both those belts and, and just he, scurried away. Well, he just, well, he left the belts in the ring. Yeah, he was like, I'm out. See ya. <laughs> Peace. I'm out. I ain't get kicked in the face. Mm-mm. Right. So that is how you end Friday Night SmackDown. Like I said, top to bottom. Oh, yeah, dude. That best was... SmackDown probably of the year. Great buildup going into the last SmackDown, going into Money in the Bank next week week and literally saying hey i know they don't think they're competing against aew but i feel like this week this 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 pay-per-view series right now i feel like they are competing to be better than aew yeah i think they've lost a couple of things i think they lost a little bit of a setback with aew's going going on right now and this right now says hey we're here we've been established i think it's time for us to shine so that's just my opinion, though. Yeah. So uh, we're going to end this first segment with SmackDown being done. We're going to jump right into Collision right after this break. AEW Collision's first ever episode, starting off with Mr. Chicago himself, Phil Brooks. Never heard of her. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, sit back, relax. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're going right into Collision. Uh it was widely open and spread that we knew that obviously CM Punk was going to be making his long endeavored debut back again after nine months of being away with everything that happened with the stripping of the title, with the um, just everything that happened with him. And plus his lingering injuries that gave him time to heal. So we have uh, collision starts and CM Punk's music hits comes down the ramp and he's got boots Wrapped around his neck, he's got a bag he's holding on to, and he obviously, you know, drinks in, you know, the uh, the cult of personality, goes into the ring, cuts a promo, and the promo is a typical CM Punk promo. Obviously, he's going to take digs at every single person that he ever had any issues with whatsoever. So he did a cheap Young Buck shot, he did a cheap Omega shot, he did a cheap Tony Khan shot. He did everything under the sun that could have ever been a part of anything that was about what he was about. 
back nine months ago. And it, 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 was, a, it was a CM Punk promo. It's what we expected. We expected the angry, criticizing, overly done CM Punk. And, you know, obviously the crowd ate it up. I expected more booze than what he got. He def- obviously he's in they Chicago. Were, they were in Chicago. They're in Chicago. He's at his home place. Of course, he's going to get it. I was expecting more. You know, wait till they go anywhere except for Chicago. So when they go to Toronto, um, so and then in the middle of his promo, he obviously announced that he's not lace. He's not going to uh, hang up the boots anymore. He's going to keep wrestling. He's going to keep fighting because that's what they want. That he wants to prove himself. Da 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 da. Then he brings up the bag that he has in his hands, and the bag is. He never brings it out. He never opens it up. He never says anything about it. All he says is, I uh, I was in a dog collar match. I never said it was the best dog collar match. I won the dog collar match. I never lost the title, so I'm never going to give up or relinquish the title. I will forever be the champion, even though no one has pinned me, submitted me. So if that could be the case, if the current one will take care of it, I will relinquish the title, even though he got stripped of the title. Uh, it was a big, loud pop. Obviously, everybody was, woo, Sam Punk. What did you think of it? That's a deadly look to my face. You you know what I thought of it. As you should share. I hated it. Why did you hate it? Um, well, first of all, if you think so highly of yourself that you, I mean, okay, let's, let's be honest. CM Punk, he's had he's had a long career, right? He, he has. He's he's about Ring of Honor and then doing everything else and then getting to WWE. Here. Yes, it's been a long tenured career with a pretty short list of accomplishments. Yeah, if you're going back to his WWE days, he wasn't no, a critically so, even ROH. I'm too. saying overall, he he's not critically acclaimed. He's only he's famous for. His mouth and in the interactions that he's had with bigger talent to try to say how big he truly could be or should be. So the fact that he said the words, I would say a handful of people in the AEW locker room alone. Not that, not you're talking about in general, not the collision locker room. You're talking about the dynamite locker room general, all the way around. In general. Because there's a clarification now because they're not saying it's a brand split, but there is two different locker rooms now. In in that company, okay, there are a handful of people who not only could lace those boots, but unlace them, tie them together, and strangle him. So you're saying there's at least with. five to ten people you can think of right now yeah. that can lace his boots. I'm 100%. not gonna I'm not telling you the name 100%. Them, but in the company. Yeah. Okay. And I mean if we want if we want to take broader approach okay and go just let's just say mainstream wrestling okay as a whole just all the way around he's not even in the top 50 with relevancy or just an all-around talent in general well the way i take the words lace up my boots is in the squared circle is your accomplishments okay so you're talking about the accolades that you have accrued over uh-huh. your tenured career. Okay. Yep. You know, there, there'll be so people that would fight you about that too. So let's just say, I mean, he's been wrestling, what, just say 20 years. I would say 20 years. In a 20-year career. Right. 
how many times has he been a world heavyweight champion? So that's a good question. Um, I know you probably know offhand. I'm I can I can give you accurate sure, answers in a second. Pretty sure. In some people's case, that is a career. You know, I've done a lot. But in the twenty years that you've done it, without the nagging and the and everything that he's done, does it prove to have a ever have a Hall of Fame career? Will he ever be a Hall of Famer? No, WWE's never going to acknowledge him as that. He is. So. He is going to have to kiss some major, booty, 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 some booty. major ass, booty, 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 to get into that whole thing. Now, so, granted, he is a se- okay, seven-time world champion. Mm-hmm. Well, that guy's got thirteen. That guy's got fourteen. Oh, who are those? That guys? Uh that would be Triple Rick. H and Randy Orton. Okay. Um, John's got eighteen. John's got six. Sorry, sorry six. 16 because he's the 16 times. Same thing with Flair. Um, and I'm just thinking like over just over a 20, 20 plus year career. Um, Sting yeah. has been a world heavyweight champion multiple times. Goldberg. Uh, yeah, he's up there. Goldberg. He Think of all the tenures with WWE lately, too. Brock. Brock, champion for over a thousand days. Seth. <clears throat> Seth Rollins. Uh, Let me just think of a half the half the roster on WWE. Could, I mean, you know, half, half your main inventors. Yeah. Um, well, even if you go to the AEW locker room, you look at Kenny. Kenny's, Ken, Kenny's established. AJ Styles. Um, uh, you've got Jericho. Yep. Yep. Now, they don't acknowledge his championships in AEW, he's but been, they do acknowledge all the other championships he's had. He's, he has been a champion Everywhere. all over the world. True world. I mean, and then you go outside the mm-hmm. United States. You've got Okada, mm-hmm. Tanahashi, mm-hmm. Ishii. Ishii, Minoru Masuki. Suzuki. Mm-hmm. You look at the great Muda. <laughs> yeah. Ultimo Dragon. Ultimo Dragon. That's another great one. Um, I mean, even honestly, Ray Mysterio too. This, you have to have Adam in there too. So, the fact that CM Punk, this this guy, has got such a big inflated ego about the fact that nobody can lace my boots. I just listed twelve people. You couldn't even carry their bags. Yeah, there's no, and even like the fights that he had with even with John back in the day too. Right. John held his own. John did his thing. And you're not a big John Cena fan, but he is a 16-time world champion. And granted, Taker. I hate Sorry. I hate the next guy, but I, I can't deny his in-ring ability. Mm-hmm. CM Punk on his best day mm-hmm. at his peak mm-hmm. couldn't hold a candle. To Brian Danielson right now. No, there's no way. Well, I just thought of another couple. You know, you've got Taker. Taker's on that list. Yeah. Um, you oh, know, look, Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin. Steve Austin. The Rock. The Rock. The Rock had a six-year yeah. professional mainstream yeah, bright was, lights yeah. career. And, and honestly, we do have to put him in there too. Hogan does have more accolades than he does as well. Of course. But yeah, I mean, Andre it, the Giant too. Kevin Nash, yeah. Scott Hall, mm-hmm. Booker mm-hmm. T. Yeah. Ooh, five, Mr. Five Time. Yes. I mean, there. the list goes on. We, we digress, but the list goes on. You do say that it, it is just, an overhyped it, thing. As a performer, yeah. Phil Brooks, yes. CM Punk, 
Whatever you want to call him. Some jagoff, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> he's overhyped. Very. Right now. Right now. He's, he's overhyped, and I guarantee you mm-hmm. he will under-deliver every time. Well, so we'll get into, obviously, his wrestling at the end of Collision because, obviously, he did the promo at the beginning, but he had to wrestle. He had to prove that he could still do it. So we'll start off with, yeah, they did this on purpose, obviously. Tony did this on purpose. Get him in. Get him into Chicago. Build him up again. Because, which, like you said earlier. Which I would not have started the show with him either. No, I don't. I agree. He as... wouldn't. He would not have stepped foot in front of a camera until the last thirty minutes of that show. Well, that's what he'd build up. You're supposed to do that on purpose. But Tony wanted him out there, obviously, with everything that's going on, plus with the money that they had paid him as well. A lot. Anyways, so obviously they started in Chicago on purpose to get you know hype back up again. Obviously, but we're going to the very first match. I was unable to watch this live. I watched this after the fact because of certain issues down in Texas with the storm. So I literally was going to say how this went. Garrett watched it for me in the middle of this and said, there's a lot of things. I just thought of two more people. Two more people? Two more people. Adam. They're over there. Oh, 100%. In, in, in the camouflage. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, in, in, in my in my, in my my <clears throat> living room, I do have a uh, an autograph photo of one of the best tag team performers of all time. The best. Well, I've got another tag, tag team right next to them, too. Subpar. Uh, you're talking about 3D. You're talking about the Dudleys. The Dudleys. Yeah, Devon and Bubba. 18-time world tag team champions. Across many, many, many platforms. Every professional wrestling company on this planet. It's true. Uh, so we go into the very first match. We have Wardlow versus Luchasaurus and technically Christian Cage for the TNT Championship. You got to see every bit of it live. What did I, you think? Uh, Why wow, you're befuddled. Lack of words. The, the TNT title is a oh. joke now. Yeah, we, we talked about that, that it literally has turned into the 24-7 title in AEW. Basically, I, I figure out who they're going to hitch the TNT championship wagon to. They, and pers- I, personally, I think, and I will agree with your sister on this, I think it's Wardlow. And I also agree, Wardlow needs pants. That man, yeah, on this episode of GQ Wrestling Podcast... Who needs pants? Well, this is just the first entry. Just the first entry of the night. Wardlow. Wardlow needs pants. He needs he needs pants, or he just needs a better uh, I don't know right non write up gimmick with the sticking and singlet. Well, and take get rid of the straps and just wear pants. Yeah, it, the man needs pants. The man needs pants. Which, by the way, we're getting mock ups for the shirts. If you're wanting a shirt that says "This man needs pants," please. I will be posting it out there soon. It looks I'm I'm literally gonna show Garrett uh, after the podcast tonight. The gimmick, the 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 mock-ups for the shirts look amazing. We're gonna get the logo on the back. This man needs pants, or does this man need pants? It's gonna be amazing. Anyways, Wardlow has gained a ton of weight. He does not belong in there. Just, Luchasaurus is a madman. I love it. Luchas, Go, dude. If they leave the belt on Luchasaurus, which I don't think they will. No. I think there's going to be some... I think the, we're I think we're going to get a finger poke of doom. They, pro, they promoted already for this way, this coming or, up with Dynamite. Or a laydown or something, and Luchasaurus is going to, quote-unquote, lose... Give it to Christian. ...the title to Christian. But... Christian Cage, sir. Get it right. 
I don't. He's some jabroni. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> they left it on Luchasaurus and let him run with it for a couple of months. Could it be good? I I think it'd be great. Make a dark angle with it. Do the well, things with it. And put the spot. Put a spotlight on Luchasaurus. Without Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy is getting his push. I don't, don't get me wrong. He's not, I don't think he's getting a push. He's getting a match at, 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 at well, Forbidden he, Door. Well, he may have ended Double or Nothing. He's a pillar. He's still in... He's in the company. He's in the background, but not right, right in the spotlight. Right. Anyways. You put a spotlight on Luchasaurus. You just showcase what this giant of a man can actually do in the ring. Dude's huge. Without the outside from Christian and just, just let him, let him be a free roaming dinosaur. Right. I don't even care. Right. But this, we're going to, we're going to put the belt on you for three weeks and then we're going to take it off and put it on you for four weeks. Well, and they, we're going to take it off you and put it on this guy for three days and he's going to lose it at a house show. Well, that was my thing. So they, gave, they gave it to the game. Action Andretti. Yeah, they gave it to Hobbs for three, three days. Yeah, and three days. And then they gave it back to Wardlow. That's another guy that they did, are, did dirty. They're wasting. Powerhouse. Yeah. It was a good, it was a great I mean, match. It, it, it was, was a, a great match. It was a great match. B plus. Yeah. But great match. Yeah. Um, Obviously, at the end of it, they throw Christian Cage on the shoulders of, of Luchasaurus. And he's like, I did it! I got that title! But it, rah, rah, shish, boom. <laughs> kick him in the face. Ooh, fun. You sent me a message with this next match. And you said, he's back. We got the introduction or reintroduction of Andrade El Idolo. Uh Idolo! Versus uh, a member of the House of Black, a part of the trio's champions of Buddy Matthews, which, on paper, Dude. this match looks great. This match was a banger. And you even said seeing him, and he wasn't in the normal mask. He was in a different mask. That was, you know whose mask that is? By all means. This is dad's mask. <sighs> Goosebumps. Yeah. Just even thinking about Dude, it. Dude, that match was so good. So good. And Andrade's, Andrade's been out nine, nine about, months? About the exact same time as Punk. So Because he did the same thing like uh, like Charlotte. Charlotte took all that time off. Made a little well, bit of relapse. They, got, they, got, they married, got married. They got married. Did some blah, things. Blah, blah. Got, some, got healthy again. Um, and, and boy, did it look like he dude, was healthy. he looked like... He looked great. A million bucks. And what's best about it is that he didn't have any faction, no people around him. It was just... Him came out in the coat, Ooh. mask. He did the tranquilo thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, mm -hmm. that match was so good. There was a little bit of stoppage in the middle because they were both hurt. Yeah, you could tell hurt. They needed some breathing. Uh, they were they were checking them out, but that match ended the way that it should have. Yeah, and then lights go out. Well, he, <laughs> no, hold on. He, the one... <laughs> he he reaches out to shake Buddy's hand. Mm -hmm. And Buddy kind of, eh, I might shake your hand. And he's reaching out, and then <laughs> lights go out. And you knew. Oh, you yeah. knew. You knew. It wasn't going to be just one member. No. It had to be all three. Well, and then the lights come back on. Malachi is sitting crisscross applesauce with in the, the corner. With his fashioned new hairstyle. I didn't and, like that. And then, you, and then you've got the juggernaut back in the opposite corner behind Andrade oh, in Brody King. And uh, on Andrade realizes that 
I don't necessarily know that he realized so much as he just felt presence. His presence behind him shadowy turned figure. around and got his head clotheslined off by Brody King. I think that's going to be good if they do this right. They could do make a good pillar with this match, with I these matches think, coming up. I think what will happen is we will eventually see uh, the House of Black mm-hmm. versus La Facción Ignorables. Good God. That's okay. Spanish. Spanish. Uh, Preston Vance, Roosh, and Andrade. Which they haven't had any kind of anything since Andrade has left. And right. maybe this push could do it. You did mention, you did forgot to mention one thing that I thought you were going to mention because you, you wanted to make me feel horrible. He put the figure four in. Oh, he won with the figure eight. Gross. It was an homage to his wife. Act, well, originally it was an homage to his father. For, yeah, with the figure four. Him. But then, did you like what they, they not just, well, maybe might as well throw in a figure eight right there. And then his arms went back. His palms laid up, and then he started arching the back. And I went, I, "Me, you, you, yeah, you, me." I went, "Boo! Stupid! Get your own shit!" Oh god, I loved it. It I, was a great match. I thought it was fantastic. Andrade's mask and robe were amazing. It the meteora from the top rope. Oh my god! Oh, dear God, that was probably the most picture perfect, perfect meteora. And Kevin Kelly said it. Mm-hmm. He's like, "That was." Perfect. Picture perfect. Now, the one thing that I couldn't get over with Kevin Kelly, the man couldn't say Andrade's name to save his life. Andrade Alalolo. When he goes, oh, it's Andrade Alalolo. Pardon? What was that? What did you say? Andrade? He called him Andrade. He called him, dude, he called him so many names. Right. Andrade Alalolo. So then, you go from that banger to another one, which you have the cockiness of Tony Nice, but then you hear the trumpet sound. You hear the angelicness of what this man, who we have not seen again in like nine months. He's been gone for longer than that. He's been gone for a year. We got the reintroduction of Miro. Oh, geez. And he looks he looks great he looks great it was a great we were wondering if this is going to be a really bad saturday night show and if they can hold on if they can keep momentum up like they had this past week i'll watch every saturday night live every single one of them i will if that's like this every single saturday i would unless we have something else coming well that's true too but i feel like they they did a great job for an opener yeah. On a on an opening weekend, they did a great job. Miro versus Tony Nietzsche. It was it was the, it was a squash. The premier athlete, a b. It was not a squash. I felt like it was a squash. Tony Tony Nice is. I mean, he he put up a pretty decent fight against Miro. Miro? Mm-hmm. Yes. Anybody in that ring? Does anybody need pants? Uh, you know, Tony Nice is pretty pretty toned up. He's pretty jacked. He needs does not. I don't, need, I don't think so. But Miro, yes, needs pants. He also needs to shave his chest. Oh god, that, no, that's a wax job to save anybody. <gasps> oh, Kelly Clarkson. Yes, Kelly Clarkson out the rear. Uh, it was a satisfying match. It was. It was good to see this man back, and he yeah. looked. He looked refreshed. He did not look pissed off. He looked like he was in good shape. He too. looked like, like he wanted to be there. Yeah, it was good. Uh, well, he's been he's been uh, doing workouts with Lana. Maybe, not that I want to see Lana back, but maybe 
Maybe she comes back too. I hope not. Anyways, we go into the tag team match of the Outcasts with Tony Storm and Ruby Soho versus Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue. Sky Blue coming off of a good match against uh, against Tony Storm for the women's title, and I, finally seeing the potential that Sky Blue does have. Is she a little rough still? Yeah, she is. She's like twenty. Yeah, she's she's escalating she's, faster than people thought that she was going to be. She's been wrestling for like this long. So giving her that spotlight and giving Willow Nightingale, who is the uh, the champion over in New Japan Pro Wrestling as well, and it's her hometown. Yeah, she is from Chicago. They did not make they made sure to tell everybody she is from Chicago, Illinois. Big old pop, and her mother was there. Speaking of that, that was one of the highlights of that match where Ruby and Tony were on the outside. They were to Mama Blue. She just she slapped the <laughs> shit out of both of them. That was. By far, one of the highlights of that match. It was it, for for being a tag team women's match. And don't get me wrong, I don't hate on the women's matches. They're getting better. They're getting better at getting good talent to help push the core of women in that division, like we've talked right. about before. It was a good women's match. Uh, you yeah. like Ruby Soho. You're not. You're, I haven't really got an excerpt on what you think of Tony Storm, but you like Ruby. I'd take her or leave her. I don't really. Neither here nor there. She's right. there. She's a good champion, though. Good heel champion. Yes. Honestly, aside from Ruby in that match, the person that I actually enjoy watching in the ring mm-hmm. is Willow. Yeah, for being the the size of her and how and the agility, she, she's super. She in it. is fantastic. I didn't. I we had. I, I I completely judged her many months ago when she started coming in. I'm like, well, this is going to be a washed up person. I don't think she's going to be that agile. She's turned into. Like she's turning into like a Keith Lee to me. She's the Brody King of the <laughs> women's division. Fair. She's got she's agile on her feet. She they, does big moves. They, she's they good. Do, they do a lot of the same moves. Yeah. He does a cannonball. She does a cannonball. Yeah. I mean, let's go. Yeah. And with it being, I was kind of surprised with the outcome, even though I know it was in Chicago. Don't be wrong. I get it. But with the hot, how hot the outcasts are going right now, I'm surprised they gave it to Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale. I really am. I I. I wasn't. You weren't? Just because the hometown thing, I knew they were going to win that match. Fair. But I also see uh, Sky Blue mm-hmm. doing something more. She might challenge Chris Statlander. Yeah, I, I could see it. Yeah. Um, she, she's proving herself more and more that, and plus she signed her AEW deal. She wasn't on that developmental deal anymore. She finally signed her. She's actually, you know, all elite now. Maybe they're going to give her more time and Willow kind of helping her get her little bit of the ring rust off, getting that, like, Hey, she's helping her, helping her find her groove. Exactly. Now we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to take a little bit of a break before we go into the main event of collision. Well, Garrett needs to take a breather because he's going to get angry. So uh, we're (laughs) taking a little bit of a break and uh, we'll be right back. And we're back for the main event of collision. Uh, If you are not aware of what the main event was, it was, CMFTR, which is CM Punk and FTR, versus Samoa Joe, Jay White, and Juice Robinson of. Uh, so, um, yeah, I. I'm, go, I'm, just go ahead. I'm just, I'm just gonna put this out there. Just jump in. I didn't watch this match. Wow. 
bold. Why? I told you two weeks ago. You did. I forgot. Yeah. If you go, if you go, check the receipts. If in the words of Robert Sala, you know from from the Jets, check, just check those receipts. If you go back a couple weeks ago when they announced that they were going to have CM Punk in the main event and a tag team match, he did say, "I will not watch the main event of Collision." And if you want to state it again, why you wouldn't watch it? Why were you not going to watch it? Because I don't like CM Punk. Got it. It's um, not worth my time. So. Like I said, I didn't watch it live. I watched it after the fact because I was with my family. Uh, I did watch it. Um, they had a bit of nostalgia at one point with Punk in Samoa Joe in the ring, which we did say earlier that they had a 2004 match in Ring of Honor, which is one of they said is one of the most critically acclaimed matches of you know of wrestling in the last you know 10, 15 years. It was mid. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm being serious. Um, I've I've seen that match. Yeah, I've, I've actually I've watched it several times. Several times. Yes. They had they actually had a trilogy of matches. They did. Um, they were they legitimately they live up to the hype. Because they do. I mean, if dude, so I I first stumbled across this series of matches in 2006. Yeah, so you did not watch after, it at the time after they. They happened. They were done. Punk was in WWE. Joe was in TNA. Yes. Whatever. These three matches were like, yeah, okay, yeah, these guys can go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so the, those matches, them being quote unquote critically acclaimed, they are. Mm-hmm. They they were so very good. And also, we skipped over the acclaimed segment. As soon as you said the how, as soon as you dare said, you, as soon as you said the acclaimed, I went. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Because I got the scissor with the Shivani and uh, it's fine. It was a four-way scissor. Yeah. But it's okay. Four-way scissor. (laughs) Four-way scissor. Four-way scissor. We keep going into how you felt. Continue. (laughs) That's our brains. I loved it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our brains. That (laughs) was aside from Andrade coming back, that was the highlight of the night. For me personally. Because you got to see Tony Schiavone pull his two fingers it was, out. That was the most awkward thing <laughs> I think I have ever seen Tony Schiavone do. Because he's... <laughs> he's done a lot of awkward things. Go back to WCW. That was... That was... That ranks. That's <laughs> like top five. It was like, go back to WCW days. He did a lot of weird stuff. That nah, was then. top five. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Hey, no. Actually, you know the best? My favorite Tony, uh, Tony Schiavone moment was on Dino this past week with... Uh, we had Adam Cole and MGF. Shut up, Giovanni! <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, continue talking about that guy, your, your boy, and your other boys. Yes. I don't... Um, so the match, obviously, I love FTR. Uh, I like Samoa Joe. I like Juice Robinson. I like Jay White. Uh, if you... and then there's that other guy. Yeah. Uh, you can tell Phil Brooks has not wrestled in nine months. Uh, you can tell he is not in ring shape. You can tell he's not uh, stamina ready for a, a long 20-minute match. He's been doing all those pull-ups. Yeah, with the... With, with, he's with, doing the pull-ups <laughs> and the promos. You can tell he hadn't been in a ring with another human being besides him doing little flips by himself. Is it the pull-ups that he's are just... doing all those pull-ups. <laughs> you can tell he was tired. 
Um, yeah, the highlight it's because of the, he's out of shape. It's true. The la, the only the, the the thing about the match is that you know the the Samoa Joe and CM Punk thing that was kind of cutesy and what uh, Jay White. I have this sick feeling in my gut that they're literally not using him to his highest potential and putting him in tag team matches with Juice Robinson, and I feel like he's going to get annoyed really really quickly and regret his decision choosing AEW. But that's just besides well, the point. Well, he can't go back to Japan. No, he's out of Japan, but he also had a choice to choose WWE or AEW, and he chose to be with his friends in AEW. He yeah. did. He chose. Camaraderie sometimes but is, it, goes over money. It is what it is. Um, FTR is FTR. I love everything they do. They're great. But also, again, on the list of who needs pants, Dax, yeah. Dax Harwood, he needs pants. Cash wheel. I don't know. Cash is smaller than Dax, but yes, they do. Samoa Joe? He's got the long shorts. Yeah, but he's good. But he's got the slits up to the thigh. He's, he's good. It's, it's the Muay Thai thing. Oh, is that what it is? The Muay Thai thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jay White, he's fine. It's because he wears pants. Juice Robinson? He also wears pants. They knew. Yeah. Wear pants. They got the memo. They got the memo. Um, If you were at, if you were at the United Center... You were rah rah shish kumba yay CM Punk woohoo. Um, I would have been booing. Yeah, but that's also why you didn't go to uh, United Center in Chicago. Correct. Uh, but also, o- I had better things to do than waste my money to see Phil Brooks. True. You know what though? How about this? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe, not selling any of Punk's chops at all. So one bit. And you I, like anything that Samoa Joe does? I've been watching Joe for a long time. That doesn't surprise me. When he when there's a, a springboard move incoming and he just sidesteps and walks over and he's just like this, this, this guy. guy. I mean, there's a reason why Joe does that. It's because his character mm-hmm. is that of a he's a tough guy. Yeah. In the ring and honestly, probably outside of the ring, yeah. I, I don't want to fight Samoa Joe. Shoot, he's in that new movie where he's a crazy, insane uh, he's, clown. Uh, uh, oh God, what is it? Um, I I couldn't tell you the name of the movie that he's in, but it's a it's a sequel to another movie no. that he was already in. But anyways, he he's he's got this crazy, insane killer clown thing. I I think anytime I see Samoa Joe, he probably is a gentle butterfly, but he gives off the persona I'm gonna kill you. All the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to look up the name. Of uh, Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. I was like, I know you're going to look it up. Well, because it, it was a game. Yeah, it was a game. And then he's the title character, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, title bad sweet guy. Too. Yes. Sweet uh, so we're going to get out of Collision. That's the end of the Collision. And we're going to Monday Night Raw, where we see... Oh, but he's in ring attire. He's not in his, you know, fancy schmancy. He's in ring attire. He gets to the ring to start off Monday Night Raw, to kick off Monday Night Rollins. And then you probably got excited. I, I bet you did. That Finn Balor beat out of him. <laughs> Shit out of him. He he felt pain. He yeah. felt pain. Yeah. That man, I didn't I've never seen that many coup de gras to a chest That's in a match. So you didn't even get a match out of Seth Rollins, but Finn made his point. I'm here. I'm winning this title back. I'm ma- I'm getting the spotlight again, and you're not going to beat me. I'm going to make sure you can't wrestle ever again. And he made it a point. He did it. Because even later in the night, you kept on seeing it. He was bandaged up around his ribs. He felt the pain. You saw Finn later in the night cutting promos. 
saying, hey, I did that. I'm that guy. Uh-huh. And it was great. Yeah. But then you have a really pissed off Miz come out there after the fact of after everything saying, I was supposed to get a match. I was I supposed was, to get this. I was going to accept the open challenge and I was going to win the belt in my hometown, blah, blah, blah. Because now they were I'm issuing my own open challenge. Because they were in Cleveland, Ohio. They were in his hometown. But I sent this message. I, I was so excited. Dude, I honestly though, were you on? Were you you're probably just getting home. I was no, I, I had been watching a little bit. Um I was actually in the middle of cooking. Oh um good dinners. <clears throat> I was honestly when I heard him say I'm issuing my own open challenge, I was expecting Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, I was yeah, hundred percent. Gargano was gonna I be I was there. expecting Johnny Gargano a hundred percent. However You heard the music. I was just as satisfied uh-huh. oh, with oh. what we got instead. We got the return of oh. Tommaso Ciampa, the black heart himself. Woo! Oh, I was so excited. It's, he's, in, the, it's he's in the same vein as Gargano. He's been gone for nine months. He had hip surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he looked amazing. He, he looked, looked oh. he looked jacked. And he he, unlike Phil Brooks, <laughs> looked like he was in ring shape. Yeah, he, he And honestly, he had like a 10 or 12 minute match with the Miz. And which any match with the Miz though, you're not you're gonna get your all from 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 Mike Mizana. It was and it was a great match. And like <laughs> the best thing, and I don't know if you caught it, okay. um they were outside and he throws the Miz back in the ring and he's like, nine months, not one phone call, not one text message, nothing. That's an angry Tommaso Chomp. And that's angry. angry Tommaso Ciampa is dangerous Tommaso Ciampa. That dude, that match, because let's be real, the Miz has now become the veteran who is there to put over young talent. It's not like, saying that Tommaso Ciampa is young, no. but he is not necessarily in the upper tiers no. of the, the roster as far as the as talent goes. But I think that is Miz's new role is he's going to start jobbing to the younger guys. We even said that a couple weeks ago on the, on the podcast is that we think he's took that new role several weeks ago by making it known that, Hey, I'm here. I've been around for a long time. I have a talk show. Let's, let's talk it out, but he can still wrestle. Shoot. We saw him do a her Karana a couple weeks ago. So I'm do a springboard plancha thing. Yeah. I was like, good God, he's going to die. So it's good to see, one, it's great to see Miz every time. But it's great <laughs> to see Tommaso Ciampa healthy, happy, angry, and ready to show I have a grudge. You did not call me. You did not make sure I was okay for so long, and here I am. I am ready to be. I think he'll go after an Intercontinental run. I think it'd be good to see him against Gunther. Against Gunther. It'd be good. I think it'd be a good match. Good choppy match, too. Yeah. Right across the chest. Ow. Uh, we go into the next one, which really doesn't matter. But I'm still going to say it anyway. Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green versus Caden Carter and Katana Chance. Midget wrestling and go. Oh, my gosh. She's so small. They're now, both small. I, I will say this because it, my, my dad does listen to the podcast. He loves, and it's not obviously her name is Katana Chance in here, but he Casey loves Catanzaro. he loves Casey Catanzaro. My dad is a massive fan 
of Casey Catanzaro. Me he, too. He loves he, he, the only thing that he doesn't like that about Casey Catanzaro is that she chose WWE over staying with American Ninja Warrior. But I, I did text him as soon as she came on the. Oh, wait, I know Money Talks. Um, when she came on the screen, I did text my dad and said, "Hey, Casey Catanzaro's on right now," and he goes, ha, 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 "Awesome." So he does. <laughs> he he listens to the podcast. He loves Casey Catanzaro. So when he found out that she was, you know, wrestling, it was good. Shout um, out to Papa Q. Papa Q. Uh, it was a horrible match. It was not. <laughs> it was not good. Um, I'm sorry to, to segue straight in, but well, it was terrible. And, and this, the but sad, you also had a really bad tag team they're facing too. The sad thing is, is Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green aren't bad wrestlers, but they're they're getting treated as bad wrestlers right now. They are athletically gifted, both of them. Well, even so, obviously Chelsea Green was with the company before, got released. And then she went and did other things with her her boy toy. Yeah, she's married to Matt Cardona. Which, if you don't know Matt Cardona, woo woo woo, you know it. You know it. Zach Ryder. Yeah. So he will never be Zach Ryder ever again. again. No. But she did things outside in indie wrestling and proved herself that she is a good wrestler, and that's why Paul brought her back. Yeah. Or so we thought, because now she's turned into a jobber role. She's a Karen. Yeah. She is bad. The Karen. Uh, it was not a great match because, like we said, they turned them into bad wrestlers. And I obviously they're promoting, you know, Casey and Katana. Sorry, Katana and Caden. I apologize. Um, they're trying to promote them, getting them from NXT, moving them up into the main roster, making them look good. Um, obviously, I don't think they're going to last long also, in the, the main stars. Their their finish is pretty sick, though, too. Dude, her, the, her the move neck, off the top rope. The neck breaker with the 450. Oh, so good. But once again, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't, wasn't great. great. I think they need to be put with a good women's tag team, which right now there isn't really a good women's tag team anymore. But I think they could show potential chance. Do I see them beating the Ronda the Ronda Rousey Shayna Baszler? Honestly, no. what what we need to see is Caden Katana against Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Oh, that'd be perfect because it's a small match. And then I think they would be completely working again, like sorry, meshing together with both of their all, all four of their abilities and how good yeah. they are as a small characters. Unfortunately, Dakota, Dakota is still hurt. dead somewhere. Somewhere. Uh, then we go into a really bad squash match. Which one? Into Sure versus <laughs> Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, dude. I... They, they they are not doing good justices to these big men. No. And they're not doing good justice to Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin. They make them look horrible, and they're amazing talent. And what, like what we said about we said about Friday Night SmackDown, they did a great job Friday Night SmackDown. And then you crap the bed on Monday Night Raw. Well, you go from A show to B show. Are you? Oh, so you're thinking Raw's Raw's the B show now, hundred percent. So ever ever since SmackDown moved to Fox. Mm-hmm. Got the national exposure on Big Raw, TV. Raw is the B show. Well, and then they also proved because they threw Roman over there with all the titles and everything. They proved well, it and, too. And that was that was part of the deal. Fox mm-hmm. wanted the biggest stars. Yeah, that's why you see Brock Lesnar over there. That's why you see all the big stars on that show. Well, evidently, Monday Night Raw got the gimmick. This match sucked. Into sure with, you know, sorry, yeah, Veer and Sangha with Jinder Mahal. They're proving that they are big men and they can wrestle. But then they're not wrestling. They're just they're just manhandling and just doing they big need, jobber stuff. They and I don't need like it. to find equal size 
guys. They don't have any anymore. Look at the roster. Uh, yeah, because Paul literally took away the Vince McMahon method and said Vince only thought that everybody had to be big and bulky. And then when Vince did his thing and Can Paul we... took over, Paul said, we're going to make sure it's athletes, not big men. And it's proving it. Indus Sheer versus the Viking Raiders. Which they had a match in the night as well. I could see that being a, a gruesome, fun match too. Or you you bring up Gable Stevenson, put him Ooh. with Alpha Academy and Chad Gable. I like that too. And you get Gable or Gable Stevenson and Chad Gable and, 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 Otis, and Otis against Indus Sheer because you like got, that too. Because let's be real, Gable Stevenson is a big dude. He's huge. He's, he is, he's thick. Yeah. Well, and he showed his face on Monday Night Raw. He's a thick boy! He's a big boy. But they showed his face on Monday Night Raw this past week. They cut in a promo, kind of a quiet promo, kind of like, hey, we have him here. If you don't know who he is, kind of a thing. He's here. He's here. Uh, it was a bad match. Sorry. It was, it was just, it was horrible. It was, it, it, it was much like the women's tag team match before. Lackluster, three minutes, and done. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. Thank you. I, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so then you go into a commercial break and you come back and you see the YouTuber on top of a ladder in the center of the ring. I was hoping it was going to fall over. Well, like a swift breeze in the middle of the arena? Yeah. He just <laughs> it lands on his head. If you're not know who we're talking about, the YouTuber, we, uh, Logan Paul has returned into WWE again after, since we haven't seen him back since WrestleMania, his loss against Seth well, Rollins. He, did he get hurt? No, no, he, he, oh, that was, he so came back. He came from back from his injury. Right. Yeah, so we haven't seen him since WrestleMania. Obviously, we know he's a part timer. He's not a full time guy. I know. We uh, didn't see Logan Paul for four months. I'm so, not complaining. So we have Logan on top of the ladder, which is obviously uh, paying homage to the next pay per view, which is Money in the Bank, saying he called a couple of favors. And he did exactly what we said we were, he was going to do a couple weeks ago, that we knew Logan Paul was going to be in this match somehow. But I thought they were going to do it right and make him qualify. And I'm sorry about me having the optimistic approach, but they didn't do that. And honestly, if I'm, if I'm one of the wrestlers that qualified, I'm pissed. I'm angry that I just fought a match to get into this, into this <clears throat> qualifying thing to win Money in the Bank, and he got it handed on a platter. If I'm... A wrestler who had a match and didn't win. Ooh, like Bronson Reed. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, I didn't even think about that angle. Yeah. Yeah, all these guys that lost that could have been in it, and then you get handed this opportunity? Yeah. Mm. Well, obviously, we had Logan talking on the ladder saying, hey, I'm in this match. That brings out Shinsuke Nakamura. That brings out Ricochet. That brings out uh, Santos Escobar. Butch, but the biggest pop. You had L A Knight. Ah! And that crowd ate it up. Right. They screamed it. They they I saw a video on TikTok literally six months. Six months time. It was they you heard his like his beautiful man like his I love his intro. No pop. Right. And last on Monday night, big pop. And you know what? He did it on his own. He didn't get any credit. He did it on his own with social media, with everything, promoting himself, doing everything. I think, I already told you before, that's your money in the bank winner right there. Did you notice who didn't come out? Yes, I did notice that uh, 
your your favorite big man from the Judgment Day was not out there. I think there was a match that involved him earlier in the, uh, later in the I evening. I mean, he, he still could have came out. He could have, but he did not need to speak. That man doesn't need to speak. Oh, my God. Ways to show that might be your Money in the Bank winner, too, that he didn't come out. I think so. You think so? I'm okay. So if if we're if we're doing if we're doing odds here, you said ten to one. I for said I LA said Knight. ten to one for LA Knight. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lay three to three to one odds. You're talking he's odds on favor to win the Money in the Bank. Damian Priest. Now, obviously, he was the first one to challenge Seth for his title. Three to one odds. He was he was the first one to challenge Seth for his title. I see him. Like we've said before, that he's going to eventually get away from Judgment Day. It's thoroughly proving that it looks like they're going to start breaking away, like Finn doing his own thing, yep. and he and and Damien doing his own thing, and Mommy and you know turn face, face get yeah. to go away. Uh, um, I like it. I don't know. I understand your odds, but then you add Logan Paul because of his relationship with Paul Levesque. I think he now comes in as two. I think he's five to one, and then you have a, uh, LA Knight at ten to one. And then everybody else. And then everybody else. Even though Ricochet should get a, a bigger shot, Butch is like the odds on like dead last. To He's win. like two hundred and fifty to one. Yeah, it's not looking good for but, Butch. I mean, I think Ricochet. I think the only reason that Ricochet is actually in this match is spots. spots. He's, oh, he's, for for the big the big like the the Shelton Benjamin spots back in the day. That's, I think that's why he's there. Uh, I think it was a good overall segment, uh, getting everybody out there, minus obviously Damian Priest. Um, I think Shinsuke is going to do some things, possibly too, in that match that's going to uh, shock us a little bit. Uh, Santos Escobar is probably going to do some weird-ass move from the top. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why he's in there too. He's going to do some shit. weird ones too. But, I mean, realistically, everyone in that match can fly. Oh, 100%. And, even even LA Knight, how thick he is. He, LA Knight can do it. I mean, maybe a massive elbow drop, but that's about he it. Can Will he? Probably. He'll probably get hit on the side. Like you know, somebody's gonna jump off the up the ladder onto the top rope, do a like do like a three sixty moonsault, and then you fall know off. what I would have loved? A lot of things in life. Seeing a tsunami <laughs> off the top of a ladder <laughs> in the middle of the <laughs> ring, just. To hear Wade Barrett go, Tsunami! Uh, man, I love that. That was great. But anyway. Uh, so we go from that segment into another man on the list of who needs pants. Uh, we, we Ortiz? Already... No, no, no. Oh. A guy that we don't like. We got to go talk about Ludwig Kaiser versus <laughs> Matt Riddle. Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, Ludwig Kaiser, who's a part of the Imperium. With uh, with Gunta. and then you have Matt Riddle, who we have talked about on this podcast. Before. Needs pants he all needs, the time, always, always. And but we've also expressed our dislike for the man, mainly for the personal reasons outside of the WWE. If you don't know the personal reasons, Google it. It's not worth getting into because we get very angry about it. Yeah, because we're very dedicated people to our family and to. Uh, uh, to everything that is family related. Right. Anyways, uh, he needs pants. That it it's getting worse. That man's getting the love around the handles a little bit more. He needs pants. He just does. Next thing you know, he's gonna come out and he's gonna be wrestling in a banana hammock. He probably would like that. <laughs> Flossing banana hammock. Banana hammock. <laughs> uh, couldn't it, it was a match. It was a match. Two athletic guys. One with former UFC background, and then Ludwig Kaiser, who if you watch him in NXT, knows exactly what he's doing. 
And I think he needs a better push. He is the epitome of technical wrestling. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think um, uh, William Regal would be proud of that man doing everything that he would love to do. Uh, you have a yeah. You have a very technical wrestler versus a wily, crazy Matt Riddle doing weird maneuvers. And honestly, I don't understand Bro. why everybody. What's funny? Oh my god! I'm not even gonna say anything. That was just great as it was. Uh, you could tell. So they, they they made this match a commercial break match. You could tell because they did it because obviously it wasn't need to be seen. It was there. It doesn't push any storylines. <clears throat> it doesn't push anything. It's well, just it's, a match. They're I they're they're gonna put Riddle against Gunter. Do you think they give Riddle the title? God, I I didn't even think about that until right now. Do you think they're going to give Riddle the title? God, I hope not. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Gross. I hope not. Riddle switching from shorts to trunks has been a topic of conversation on social media ever since he came back. Yeah, it's because it's horrible. (laughs) I don't want to see half of his ass hanging out while he's wrestling. And then we've also said that Ludwig Kaiser should be a James Bond villain. Yes. Because... Why not? Yeah. Because why not? Yeah. We'll switch right into the people we just talked about in the previous match, the Viking Raiders versus Alpha Academy. And I like what they're doing. I like that they're making Maxine Dupree a part of their little faction. I think they're doing a great job. Yeah. I think she... Dude, she hit a, she hit a snap suplex on Sarah Logan. And if that you, was fantastic. Sarah Logan's not small. No. She's a thick gal. And doing a snap super, and Maxine Dupree is the size of a toothpick. It's the size of my forearm. She could, in a swift breeze, would make her fly about 100 feet. It'd knock her over for sure. It would definitely knock her over. Uh, Hey, they're over. Max, Chad Gable, and Otis are over. Shoosh! Shoosh, please. Shoosh, please. Thank you! (laughs) They're so over. And we said earlier, a couple weeks ago, that maybe they're going to start breaking off the group and maybe doing, you know, maybe a Chad Gable versus Otis thing. No, they they flipped that switch real quick, made it a three-way, and going, yeah, let's keep this. Yeah. And I think your, your thing that you said earlier about adding Gable Stevenson, why not? They did it with Jason Jordan and him. Yeah. They, it could happen. It could work. Just don't bring Kurt Angle back. Dude. No. He won a gold medal. With the broken freaking neck? Broken freaking neck. Yeah. Lord, we all we all know. Uh, it was a good match. Big men. Big beefy men. With the sneak win for the Viking Raiders. Big men slapping meat around. And also, all the men in that ring, they need pants. Uh, Otis, for sure. That man needs a shirt. I mean, the Viking Raiders, they've got... they got coverings. Accoutrements. Very much so. Ooh, good word. Good word. Uh, with the sneaky win for the Viking Raiders. They've been having this battle back and forth with these two groups. Well, I like it. They needed it. They needed a win. Yeah. They needed a win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a little bit of a break. And then our last segment, we're going to knock out the last couple matches of Raw and Dynamite all in one little segment. Enjoy the break. We'll be- Uh, we're going to push through this last little bit of, uh, of Raw, which was not great. 
We're not going to even highlight most of Raw at the end of it because it wasn't. There were three matches that we didn't cover. Two of them don't really matter. Yeah, Raquel and Trish. Nah. Predictable. Shinsuke and Bronson Reed. Stupid. And then the last one. I love Bronson Reed. But you stupid. do. You do love. It, once again, it pushes another storyline that is just isn't, isn't working. It's not great. Yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have the main event. Uh, you have Cody Rhodes, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens versus the Judgment Day. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. You know, you know who that guy. Those guys. Yeah, I know. But the other guy. Who was the other guy? Uh, well, apparently they uh, remember he says that there's more than one famous. There's more than one famous wrestling. But family. there's not. But but he's but there's not but that's more he, than one royal family. But that's wrestling. That, but that's what he says. To quote your sister, "I'll die on that hill." That's what he says. He did. She did say that a lot. She was going to die on that. There's a lot of hills she's dying on. She needs to pick one. Yeah, the thing is that we have a lot of hills we die on, too. I have two. <laughs> and what's your other one? I hate CM Punk. <laughs> um, last match of the night, um, it it was another Kevin Owens and Sammy match because they're going to put everything on their backs right now because they're, it's working for them. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they legitimately, they have to because the bleach blonde butthole that they tapped <laughs> with legitimately... He's in a storyline with Brock Lesnar. He's hurt. Still. Right. But he's in a storyline with Lesnar. Which Lesnar is on sabbatical. He's just fine. He's out tilling the land in South Dakota right now. He lives in Canada. Both. Take your your time off. We like it when you come back. Especially when you hurt people. Namely Cody Rhodes. (laughs) This match was everything that i expected it to be it was entertaining but also distracting both good and bad knowing that it was just a match again that they've done over and over and over again and i think they're riding this horse pretty dead i also did enjoy the fact that you see before that you saw cody in the back with the rubber band (laughs) and akira tozawa of all people you haven't seen akira tozawa forever he just goes hello you need a partner, I'm your man. Okay. I'll, I'll take that into consideration, dude. Akira t- <laughs> Again, another guy that's not utilized. He was only good for the 24-7 stuff, he's, but he's so funny. He's great. He's great. <laughs> he brought a little bit of comedic relief to what is supposed to be a serious match. Uh, again, another tag team match that we knew what would happen because they're not going to betray... Cody Rhodes on anything less than Brock Lesnar. It's really weird because you know it's like they they brought him back and everybody was so excited to see him and oh he's gonna beat Roman and he's gonna he's gonna do this and he's gonna do that. Not except for get beat up by Roman Reigns. Get beat up by Seth Rollins. Got beat up by Seth Rollins. Oh, Seth. Tore the meat. Tore tore his titty. More than the meat's gone. And then... Get his arm broke. He came back after Roman. And now he is getting beat up by the beast incarnate Brock (laughs) Lesnar. You you gotta be thinking Paul sitting back there just going... (laughs) Remember when you sledgehammered my throne... And you beat it up and said, I'm better than this. <laughs> How's your arm? It's by the doing way. pretty good, right? It hurts. But it's like, oh no. 
It I, I seriously, I would. Was this all like a just a work? I hope so. <laughs> they, I hope, they took him away I from hope, the... here. Here, we're gonna give you millions of dollars every single time you're in the ring. It's fantastic. Anyway, we'll give we'll, we'll throw you a win every once in a while. It won't be anything in a, big. In a tag match on Monday Night, it Rock. won't be anything big. No, I mean, we're gonna Brock. Brock said he'd give you one. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Seth said he'd give you one, and he did. And that was it. That's it. And now, yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back, Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> so we now end Monday Night Raw. Uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and Cody Rhodes did end up winning you know, that match. We end Monday Night Raw. Did what's his face get the pinfall though? <laughs> I don't know that he did. He hit a Cody cutter, uh, and then Sami ended up getting the pin. Oh, that's right. Cody can't even get a pinfall. No, because it, because it was uh, he had a Cody cutter. He did. Uh, Damian Priest took the disaster kick pretty pretty well, and then Haluva kick across. Kevin did a did a stone uh, did a stunner, and then Cody ended up not getting the pin. It was Sammy that got the pin in the end. <laughs> so now we go into the last uh, bit of wrestling. I there I will do a segue in the middle. Uh, there was an NXT match: Seth Rollins versus. Uh, Oh God, the name went away. Please help me. The name went gone. Come on, buddy, you it, can do it. Braveheart after a long day. What's name? Seth Rollins versus Braun Breaker. Thank you. Oh my God, it hurts so bad. Uh, uh, Braun challenged Seth on NXT. Good Lord, that hurt my head. Um, I knew the name too. It was it was a double B, and it was like Braun Braun Brazil. Yeah, Braun Braun Brazil. Coco, beware! Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, uh, NXT had... I can't get over this right now. It hurts so bad. Uh, NXT had Seth Rollins and Braun Breaker for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship on NXT. Uh, NXT title getting, you know... NXT getting a little bit of a, hey, we're here kind of a thing. Getting it was cool. Exposure. It was nice. Uh, really much not to say Seth didn't lose the title. What have you. Uh, we, go into, uh, we go into Wednesday night, uh, Dynamite... This is how bad some of the things that they do on uh, AEW. You kicked off the night with <laughs> the Hardy Boys and the Guns. Jeff Hardy needs to retire. Matt Hardy needs to retire. That needs to be done. At least Matt looked decent. He just looks fat in the match. Matt's, looked, Matt's always been fat. But he's fat, fat now. Matt's he, always been fat. And then you had the guns who they they're looking better every time they wrestle. I like the gun club. Maybe it's like I do yeah. You we did talk about that that they're now going to be called the what is it? The Bullet Club Gold with the guns to be calling the gun club now. You like it. You said that a couple weeks ago that it's going to become that I way. Called it. You did they call were it. Join Bullet Club Gold and now they're just bang bang gang. Um, and I don't know if you noticed uh, the short one. Is that Austin? Yes. When he came out and they spotlighted him, he did the bang. Yeah, he did do the bang bang. bang. I like the new music. I like the new shtick. Yeah. I like the new get up they're doing. I like that they're pairing up with Jay and Juice. I think it could be good. It could be another faction, which is AEW is full of factions anyway. I'm not mad about that, though. If I'm you, really not. If you promote it well. If you promote it. I mean, they've done a pretty 
decent job with just the factions on the AEW roster. I, I will say, the, I mean, the, with, originally with the inner circle, yeah, and uh, well, you have best friends, best Max's friends. group, uh, the Pinnacle, the Pinnacle, um, and then you had the Elite, mm-hmm. and now you have the Bullet Club Gold. We, oh, you know, yeah. Then you have the other idiots. The other with the. the... With uh, pa- Paper Skin Man and uh, ve- Vegan Superman. Uh, Blackpool and, and Claudio. Black yeah, Claudio. yeah, that one. I like, <laughs> I like, I like where you, uh, I, li- I like you, how you knew where I was going. It's like I couldn't get from the brain, bro. <laughs> but you're like, yeah, that guy. Um, you know what's funny? But, they, uh, but they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but also you, you oh. have Mogul Embassy. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you have, and you, like you said, you have best friends. The and- only one they did dirty, I will say that they, you know, they did this one dirty after their main guy died. They did, they did them pretty bad. Is the Dark Order even a thing? Anymore? There's only two members left. Two. Uh, no, two, two. Because you lost one, like you mentioned earlier, that they're gonna make Preston, him. A- Preston Vance. You lost. That Preston- was four of them, though. But then, because now you have, you see you have Evil Uno, yep. you have Silver, and then oh, the there's, other, I forgot about Evil Uno. The, the dark, the dark haired dude, whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex, uh, something. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, they, they they still get exposure anymore. They don't have a they don't have a head. When once they lost, Brody uh, Lee, uh, uh, they still sad to this day. Lou Copper! Yes, Brody Lee. Yeah. Uh, guns beating Hardys. Now, obviously, they had a little bit of Jay White coming out with you know with juice and for some reason ricky stark wanted to come out and get hurt too um it just kind of promotes ftr well ftr came out first then cm punk because if they did we forgot to mention they were in chicago again he wasn't supposed to be there and he and it is true knows where he didn't belong it is true because there was some things when he came back that other people said he could be back he just needs to be on another show and him coming back to the United Center on a dynamite probably ruffled up some feathers in the they, back. They weren't at the. No, they were there. Not at. Uh, yeah, they were. The United Center. They were. Oh, the, sorry. They were at um. The other one. The other one. Uh, the Allstate. Sorry. Yeah, yes. They were at the Allstate. Anyways, uh, still in Chicago. They shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have been there. But obviously, he made that point too that I'm not supposed to be here. Getting the match for Collision on on Saturday. Stupid. Agreed. Then you go from that hoopla nonsense to the stupid nonsense of redoing the Tupelo concession stand. I loved it. Stop it. There's no way you could love that. It was so dumb. I loved it. Stupid. I loved it. Stupid. Oh, come on, dude. No. Papa Briscoe choke slam and Jay Lethal through a table. Come on. I can't get past the whole. Come on. I can't, I, can't, I can't get past Karen Jarrett being out there and doing all the mustard squirt nonsense and going through She's the park. Yes. Uh, going through all that nonsense of being out there on the on the the on the main concourse. And I loved it. I, I loved it. I, hated I loved it. It. it was. But I also love Jeff Jarrett. J E double F. Yeah, I started, I started listening to his podcast this week. He's good. I like him. Uh, you like Mark Briscoe as well. You like the Briscoe. I do. Uh, it, it was. It, it's full of people. Don't get me wrong. That match is full of people. All great people. Jay Lethal. You got minus Indian Squidward and Sanjay. I like Sanjay Dutt. 
Mr. Pencil himself. Yeah. Hey, he's a good writer. I'm he's gonna, an amazing I'm writer. I'm gonna find you some Sanjay Dutt footage from TNA. And stuff you're, yeah, you're gonna have to. I want. I've actually watched a lot more TNA lately too he's, because I didn't realize he is very. very I was good. not a. T, I could not. I was not able to watch TNA when it was like good TNA. Not now. And I've watched more TNA back then. I've oh got, my god! I've amazing. got some DVDs what? that I'll love. What, what is that? Is that like a frisbee or something? Yeah. Okay. Um, it was a it was a hokey match. Obviously, they wanted it to be a hokey match. Um, Briscoe getting the win and then paying homage, obviously, to his fallen brother uh, who passed away in the last several months. Actually, I yeah, still yeah. I still will never forget the day I texted you. Actually, I called you yeah. and told you that he died. Yeah. Um, so after that, you go into the trios action, which is now diving into more of the Forbidden Door access, getting some New Japan guys. So you had Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and his entrant, Minoru Suzuki, versus Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and A.R. Fox. Good old Scarhead himself. Dude, great match. I love Minoru Suzuki. It was great. I mean, he eats everything. You slap him in the face. He, you know what, though? There was one thing that I loved. He knows, it was something that I loved in that match. He no-sells the shit out of everything. You know what he did, though, that I loved? Jericho did his thing, and then he did that little spinny move, and then he posed. And then Ms. Suzuki got on one knee and went, smile. And smiled right at the camera. And that's not Suzuki. No. But he played it up pretty well. Uh, he, he's playing the Americans. He did, he did it good. He's so good. He did good. He's so uh, it was a fun match. Really great. Athletic on both sides. Well, minus Jericho because he's not all the way up to speed anymore. But you had really fast action injury, Darius Martin and AR Fox. And you had a really pissed off Sammy Guevara the whole entire time. He was angry. The whole entire time. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. Obviously, Sammy started the match and he didn't go to Jericho first. He well, went to Suzuki first. And obviously, you can tell Sammy isn't really into what is happening right now. At all. Because he hasn't shaped. Yeah, he's got some stubble. He's got going that on. shadow coming yeah. on. He's a young kid anyway, and obviously he's wrestling because Ty, you know, Ty is being pregnant. You know, going to do all these things to make sure the bread's coming. Right, in. right, right. right. Uh, but it, yeah, it, it was a lot of veteran, and it showed we're getting into the new Japan stuff for Forbidden Door coming up. Uh, I, I, I thought it was a great match. Loved it. I loved it. The only thing I did not like, don't get me wrong, is right after the match, I think there's a time and a place for interviews. And you and I know you agree. There's a time and a place for interviews. Well, it was really weird because you, 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 but you, you know what I mean. I'm 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 looking at it and the match I, is over. The match ding is ding over, ding. And I'm like, what? why what's pink in the Yeah, why is Renee Paquette down at the I ring? I was like, what the hell is going on? Did she sprint to the ring? I didn't even know she was down there. Right. And then all of a sudden she's in the ring interviewing what you even see, Christian is gassed. He yeah. is tired. And and Ray, so how do you feel? <laughs> old. I feel old. And talking about Sting, we just did a match for, well, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. And it was constant going on. And then you go into Sting talk. It's Sting. Oh, my gosh. Don't get me wrong. Every time Shivani does it, it's it's hilarious. Ha 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 ha. It's nostalgia. But still, you bring out Sting to talk to Chris Jericho, and then they have a mystery opponent that, which if you didn't see, Sting tells Jericho, he does. Because you even say, he, if you read his lips, he goes, shut your mouth. Because Sting was going to say it on the mic. If Darby didn't have the mic, I bet Sting would have accidentally said it. I really do. I really do. <clears throat> Well, see, so I'm 
Because obviously it's going to be somebody from New Japan. If it's not, they've done it wrong. I'm trying... Who could it be? I'm, I've been racking my brain, and I'm trying That's to That's a lot think, for your brain. I'm trying to think of who it could possibly be. So it's got to be somebody in the Sting realm, and also to surprise Jericho, that they both have probably wrestled in the past. I don't think they got... I, can you imagine if they did Muda? They can't. They won't. He's. But well, you know what I mean. The retired. It would Kaiji Muto has retired. He is done. But can you imagine if they did something like that though? That I would mean, be like the equivalency. Tony of. Khan would have to pay that man a lot. lot of money. He's got a lot of money, and he's got a lot of money. But yeah, go ahead. You're. you're I just don't know no, of a person I mean, that could do it. And that that's been my thing. Is like okay, well, who who's left? Who's left? You, they, it, in, the, in the whole night, they were announcing other th- people in other matches. And I'm like, oh, well, there goes that guy. Okay, oh, okay, there goes that guy. Okay, so who's left? Ooh, finger point. I like that. Ultimo Dragon. Ooh. Because he hasn't officially retired yet. True. Uh, and then that would be the the Chris Jericho effect as well from everything that he did back in the day with WCW. And that's, <clears throat> but that's the only like Japanese star that I can think of, just off the top of my head. That it they had a match. Uh, maybe did they have a match recent? Not recently, but a couple. Like it was a while ago. Jericho did a match against somebody. Hooventud. Could they bring back Hoovy? No. It, it it has to be somebody from Japan. It has to be. Yeah. So we're gonna find out Saturday. who. Yeah, Saturday. Uh, then we go into a really amazing segment. Adam Cole, baby, was talking, you know, cutting a promo, bringing back MJF, and, you know, talking about how this is going to be another great thing. We need a match to continue our feud, blah, blah, blah. Anytime Adam Cole's on the microphone, gold. It's gold. It's fantastic. Gold. And then you bring MJF out. Anytime MJF's on the mic. It's it's gold. It's good. I think MJF's character is getting stale. You think so? Yep. So do you drop the title soon? Maybe. It's not gonna obviously it's not gonna be a forbidden door. I mean no, he's not he's not gonna lose the belt to Tanahashi. Can you imagine that though? Um Honestly I there's gonna be some shenanigans. Thanks, Eric Bischoff. Mm-hmm. Um, this match, and obviously Max is going to retain. But uh, I think, honestly, I think I think Donahashi's going to beat them. <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I, 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 well, he's facing a talent that he's never faced before. Well, and, it's, and Tanahashi's Tanahashi. Well, it's it's the American. I don't want to say. Okay, it's it's the American kind of fluffy fluffy style of professional wrestling is is what Max has right, and Tanahashi wrestles strong style. He's gonna he's gonna hurt him pretty badly, and I'm okay with it. Right, but they also uh, they made an announcement. Uh, there's a they called it a wacky wrestling thing. It's they're doing a uh, what is it called the the tag team tournament that they're doing. Uh, yeah, it's but like they, the, they drew. They're drawing random names. I don't even know why. It's what? What is this thing that they're doing? They're calling it's. They're calling it an eliminator tournament. That it's for the AEW Tag Team Championship, 
which who has the tag titles right now? Oh, that's right. It's FTR. Um, but the thing is they're doing it. What if? No, sweet Jehovah. It's kind of like with, it's kind of like what they did in WWE when you put John Cena and Shawn Michaels in a weird tag team and then they won or Steve Austin and Michaels during the attitude era. Yeah. They, it, it, it reminded me a lot of Vince Russo, like stupidity. Tell me I'm wrong. Exactly. Uh, they're drawing numbers for a tag team tournament. Where they're not even a, drawing numbers, they're drawing names. It's an untraditional way of doing it. They did the first two names, and the first two names happen to be Adam Cole and MJF. They're going to be a tag team in an eliminator tournament. Shut up, Shivani! Exactly. That's what we're paying homage to. Uh, it's going to be weird. Uh, good good segment between the two. Could have been better. Could have been worse. And then Tanahashi came up on the screen. And Adam, and, and Adam Cole actually got MJF to accept the match. Yeah, very much so. Goaded him into it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> stupid. Uh, so then we have a tag team match of Orange Cassidy and Katsuyori Shibata versus Daniel Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. Which I pointed out, he didn't start the show, but he kicked off the second hour. You did. You texted me and go, he still kicked off a part of the show. Stupid. He needs to be done. It's like the opposite of what we said with the TNT title. They've given him too much time on the TBS title, and they need to give it out. It's the international. I call it the TBS title because it's a junk! But he's not going to lose it at Forbidden Door. Shoot, can you imagine that fatal four-way? It can happen. It could happen. I mean, international. Okay, international champion. Realistically, the only person that I could see him losing that belt to is Zack Sabre Jr. I, I would love to see it on him. He's a great talent. He's yeah, an amazing talent. It's fantastic. Uh, the match was a, a, a top class. It was a good. Uh, it was a good New Japan match. It was. It, it was, was a great a, New Japan. It was match. a really good match. It wasn't an AEW match. That was a New Japan match for sure. And you can definitely tell based off of everybody's in ring ability and showing that uh, not even strong style, just in general there's a different audience for wrestling and they knew how to fully uh, encapsulate their minds for that kind of wrestling. And it also goes to show you that Orange Cassidy is not that great. No, when you put him up against the, so his tag team partner, Katsuyori Shibata made him look like a fool. Yeah. Anytime he did anything. Cause he's the ring of honor, pure champion. And then Daniel, or Daniel Garcia knows how to wrestle too. But the fact that you, you put Orange Cassidy and Zack Sabre Jr. Mm -hmm. in the same they even have they even using those two names in the same it conversation kind of makes me want to throw up. Yeah, it doesn't it should not happen. So they they ended up giving the match to Zack Sabre Jr. and Daniel Garcia because they they were the better they were the better tag team. They really were. They did not work well together, but they're no. a great tag team. Um, so then we have our TBS Championship match: Chris Statlander and Taya Valkyrie, which is Taya Valkyrie's rematch for the title, even though she never. She's not asking for the rematch against the current champion. It was the one that snuck in and got the title at Double or Nothing with uh, with Ty, uh, with um, Chris Statlander. I thought this match was great. It's a seasoned vet versus an up-and-coming star. And it was a good women's match. And, uh, and you may have caught it, you may not have. Uh, Justin Roberts introduced Ty Valkyrie as La Huera Loca. Yes, she did. So well, it was the whole different gimmick she came in with too. She had a whole different demeanor. Yeah. I got. I mean, you can tell that it was different. And I think maybe they may be able to push this storyline if they can get Chris Statlander to speak words. 
Instead of signing? Instead of signing. Don't get me wrong. The sign language community is big. I, I get it, and it's, it's awesome. It's super cool. It is a very – because you've never seen that before. Right. It's a talent – it's a thing that you've never seen. And Statlander, every time she comes in, she always signs something from the from the top of the ramp into the ring. Even after the wins, she always does a, a good sign language thing. And I yep. love that because even today at my own work, I got to use my own American sign language to help somebody get parts at my work today. It's it's a very unique thing, and a, and it's a different audience that can get you into wrestling. For sure. I love that. For sure. Uh, but once again, they're not going to give the title away. Right before pay-per-view. No. Statlander wins against Ty Valkyrie. Right. Can there be something ahead of that? Yes, 100%. Then we go into the last part of the night. We are hearing from the bum himself from New York City, who is going to be pairing up with the Elite at uh, Forbidden Door, but he has to announce his surprise entrance, uh, sorry, his surprise member, a part of the team. He said earlier in the night, Eddie Kingston is not a fan of the elite. He hates the elite. But you know who he hates the elite more of? He hates Claudio Castagnoli on the Blackpool Combat Club side. So he was going to prove it very well that I'm going to pick a guy that no one else likes except for me. Oh, he doesn't like him either. Yeah. He said that. But he true. likes him more than he likes the elite. It's true. And then you have one of his good friends, which is true in real life. They are good friends. Uh, John Moxley comes out to talk to him about Paper Skin Man. Paper Skin Man. I knew where you were going with that. It makes me happy. <laughs> uh, they talk a little bit, and they're really bad at cutting promos, both of them. They're horrible at it. It's the battle of who wants to stutter. The battle of... It sounds like two drunks fighting each other. It was bad. but Two because, bums. Because literally, like, like Eddie had the mic in his hands. John steals it. And you could tell they're running out of time. And I bet you somebody's behind. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. And he literally announces one of the biggest names in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Tomohiro Ishii. The Stone Pitbull. If you've never seen this man, the man has no neck. No, he doesn't. He does not have a neck. No neck. But, but he a thick boy. Thick. Uh, you and So he announces that Tomohiro, Tomohiro Ishii... Eddie Kingston and the Elite, which is Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus no, it's, the uh, Hangman. Oh, the, that's right, Hangman in the Bucks. Because Kenny has a match against what's what, his face? Will. What's Wilson. that guy's name? I love Will Osprey uh, so very, very much. Will. Bill. Yeah, Bill. William. William Osprey. Bill. Yeah. Ocean Spray. That's right. Oh, <laughs> Bill Ocean Spray. <laughs> Ocean Spray. Got it. Um, so they, he has a match earlier that mm-hmm. later in that uh, pay per view as well. Uh, and then Brian Danielson's not wrestling either. He's going to be facing the Rainmaker, which we got to see at the very end of of Dynamite. Seeing Rainmaker in an Azuchika, seeing him in an in, in an American wrestling. We didn't get to see him last year at the Last Forbidden Door, and seeing him in an AEW ring, it was Chef's Kiss. It was great oh, to see them dude. both. I think that's going to be a banger of a match as well. I know you don't like Brian Danielson, but that's going to be an amazing match because he doesn't eat meat. He's not a pure champion to you. No. <laughs> so that's how we end Dynamite. Right there. With just a giant brawl. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. And then Okada comes out and... Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. It, it was, was great. Fantastic. That's how we end Dynamite. Uh, we're going to go into our last bit of a break. We'll come back with a little bit of a thing. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll be right back after this little break. back for the last little bit thank you so much for listening to a a more lengthy extended podcast obviously we said before we now have four shows we're covering 
We're figuring out what we're going to be our next little templates of what we're going to do. We're going to work on trimming it down Very just a so. little bit. I think we've figured it out what we're going to do, but yep. uh, thank you for listening to this. Uh, we're going to go into the last little bit of talking about Forbidden Door. Not very long. We're just going to go through the match setup. That is on Sunday, June 25th. Yes, yeah. June 25th. Um, obviously, Friday Night Smackdown coming up uh, tomorrow, and then AEW Collision on Saturday, and then going right into Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door, great, great match card. There are some weird numbers in there because they're doing the Owen Hart uh, Memorial. Uh, yeah, they're starting the Owen Hart tournament. So. Yeah. You've got Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler going in for the tournament. That'll be a great match. Uh, you've got Athena versus Billy Starks. Ooh. Exactly. Uh, then you have Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale for the uh, Women's World Championship match. I think that will be an amazing match as I, well. I mean, I think Tony's going to win. Oh, 100%. Um, <clears throat> Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Katsuyuri Shibata versus Daniel Garcia in a four-way match for the International Championship. Like we said before, it'll probably go back to Orange Cassidy. Would we like to see it on, you know, Zack Sabre Jr.? Yes. I could see Garcia winning it over anybody else because he's a part of the company. I could see him winning it as well. Uh, then you have CM Punk versus Satoshi Kojima. Exactly. Yeah, your face says it, says it all. Don't care. Um, then you have the Suzuki Gods of Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Minoru Suzuki versus Sting, Darby Allin, and a, to, a player to be announced later. TBD! Then you have Blackpool Combat Club and Shota Umino versus the elite of Hangman Adam Page, Matt and Nick Jackson, Eddie Kingston, and Tomohiro Ishii in the 10-man tag match. It's going to be a lot of men in that ring. It's going to be a long match. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be... Well, yeah, paper, anything, anything paper, with John Moxley in there. Paper skin, man. <laughs> then you get Sonata versus Jungle Boy Jack Curry for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship Sonata. match. Oh, 100%. Uh, then you have MJF versus Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW World Championship. MJF, obviously. Then you have the co-main of Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson versus Kazuchika Okada. Be a, it, it, Honestly, it's a it's a it's a tie. I don't know, no, dude. If it this, could go to anybody. If this match doesn't go thirty minutes. It should. It's a waste. I completely agree, especially for the sake of getting Okada on American television. Yeah, and then you should have your main event of Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I read somewhere that Danielson Okada yeah, is I the headline Yeah, it makes match. no sense to me. I'm sorry. That doesn't make any sense to me. I agree. I, I heard it too, but I think it's going to be Kenny versus I, I Will. Think, I think and the, I, headline, the headline is Omega Osprey 3. I agree. For sure. But I think, uh, actually, I think Will Ospreay will end up winning against Kenny. I don't think he will. I think they're going to give the title back to him so he can go back to Japan and Kenny can focus on being in AEW again and going back for other titles. I really do think so. I don't think so. We'll see. Saturday, uh, Sunday night is going to be coming around the corner. Uh, Garrett and I are going to be watching it. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. We, we usually do when we watch these pay-per-views. Uh, it's going to be a lengthy one. True. It's going to be a lengthy pay-per-view. Um with that being said, that's the end of the that's the end of uh, the podcast. Um, if you want to give us a follow on Instagram, it is GQ underscore Wrestling Podcast. Give us a shout out, give us a tag, please hit us up on anything, and then we also have our Twitter page, which is GQ Wrestling Podcast, all one word. And if you want to get a hold of us on email, it's GQ Wrestling Podcast at, at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, with that being said, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love doing this. It's a thorough, it's honestly, it's a, a light for us to be able to have a little bit of fun talking about wrestling on a weekly basis. Even if we've said this before, no one asks us to do this podcast. No, no one ever will. No, but I think people do enjoy it. I thought so. So, uh, with that being said, thank you for listening to GQ, GQ, a wrestling podcast. We are